eighth ball will come out hard with the gangster lean. Go smile for the women that be jocking the green. I'm a pimpster, not a trick on a stroll. You gotta pimp that thing and keep a trick on hold. Stay on top of the world with a gun in your hand. Take control of a woman and fear no man. It be hard for me to see a day without cash. If you got it and I don't, I'll blast your ass with the quickness because the pimp don't play. I gotta work on my game and think of ways to get paid. Born in the mound, down deep in the south. With the brothers, with the curls, they go teeth in their mouth. In the Chevrolet and pilots with the Craigers and Vos. Folk deep with the yak, smoking fat Mac and dough. Fall up in the club with the pimps to tone. Got a tech in my pants, you step to me in the zone. Got a family in Memphis, got a gang in Texas. G Money in the Jag and JB in the Lexus. Flex this, pimp type mind in the studio. Or. I'm coming out Coming out Alright, we back Brand new season Brand new guest Brand new energy Brand new website It's Ballers in the B Let me go ahead and introduce my partner Hey man, this is BP, man Brody, man Hey man, we back in the building Trying to get this thing right we look for a successful season. Hope you guys are ready to go. You can smell the grass and tomorrow's kickoff classic time, baby. Yes, sir. Before we get started, we just want to make sure everybody, if you are not following the podcast, go ahead and follow us at Ballers in the Bay on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You also check out the website, ballersinthebay813.com. We got all the previews for each position in the county, as well as some of our top teams and a player's no list with well over 300 players. So what with that being said, let's go ahead and get it going. Game of the week, the one that everybody been talking about since pretty much back in May when all the transfers started making noise. We got Hillsborough County versus Polk County. Armwood versus Lakeland. Oh man, it's gonna be this right here. Everyone's been talking about it. Uh, Lakeland came over with all these transfers. They've been doing a lot of talking online. Uh, they're getting all the Hillsborough County fans and students all amped up. Hopefully, the players from Armwood are ready to go. We're about to have a show. Hopefully, yeah, man. I saw something talking about sixty-two-zero. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, man, I saw that six two zero, man. I think that's a guy Portway did that. I told Portway, come on, man. Or we gotta lay down to not uh, come out here and lose sixty two to zero. We know Orwood has a stout defense and they have a lot of playmakers. How about some of the playmakers that Sir Orwood? Can you list name some of those guys? Yes, sir. So we know we had certified baller, Mr. Uh, oh my God, Murdoff! There we go, Mr. Mert Jones, QB returning. This will be his second year starter for Armwood. You know they got in that secondary safety, Jalen Crumble. Then you got my guy, arguably one of the best receivers in the county. He only a junior, Mr. Malik Brown. Yes, sir. Man, he's a kid who's dynamic. Kid can stretch the field. Kid can take the top off. He can do a lot of things. Um, we look for him to be in the end zone Friday night uh, for Arnold Hoss against Lakeland. Yes, sir. That's going to be a good matchup, Mr. Brown versus McLean. Money McLean, they call him. Yes, sir. You got, oh, Arnold also got that linebacker, Damian Hughes, coming off the edge. Man. Got a couple got a couple studs, man. Arnold got a good group of uh, defense. They're going to come out and play defense, TJ. And the thing with that is, with Arnold, 
Uh, you know, you know, the guys want to get off the bus. They're not going to be afraid of Lakeland. That's the thing that people don't know much about. So if all we can come out and hit hit Lakeland in the mouth, man, who knows what can happen? Yes, sir. So, like uh, the interview I had with Coach Davis, like I was saying, man, Arnwood lost what to Tech, Newsom, Hillsboro last year, and each of those teams made the playoffs. Right. But when they lost, they lost. It was like less than uh six points or something, right there. Correct? Yeah, less than six points at the end of the game. They stood toe to toe with Tech, and Tech went to the state final. So. Like you said, transfers. I don't care who Lakeland got on their team. That's not going to intimidate Arnwood. You know, that's a legacy over there. So what are some of your keys to the game for Arnwood versus Lakeland? Well, keys to the game, basically, for me, I would say Arnwood. Keep the ball on the ground as much as possible. Try to eat the clock. Use your use your, your running backs that you have. They have three running backs as possible um, to run the ball. Uh, use your offensive line to wear those guys down on Lakeland. I don't think Lakeland has had time to gel uh, yet. Warren was catching at a good time. If this is a time to beat Lakeland, this time is uh, in a kickoff classic. Uh, so I would say definitely run the ball, do a lot, do play action, let Murdoch stay back in the pocket uh, and deliver the ball, a lot, of, a lot of short crossing routes and things like that. And then when you get a chance to take the top off with Brown, uh, take the top off. Um, other than that, man, I say keep that offense, Lakeland offense off the field. Uh, you know, and say like, don't let Money McLean get a chance to get his hands on the ball. So, you know, you, if you, uh, don't let them uh, create turnovers. They got a chance to win, I think. Yes, sir. So I know I got to see Lakeland play a couple times last when they played against Lake Gibson, and that happened to be the team that beat them twice last year. You know, that running back was superb, Mr. Jalen Glover. He up in Utah right now. But I'm definitely yeah. agree with you, man. If you want to beat Lakeland, you got to hit them in the mouth. Run straight at them because last year they they showed they weren't as physical as past Lakeland teams have been. And the last few years when they played against Hillsborough County teams, meaning Tech and Arnwood, they beat them because the Hillsborough County teams dominated the line of scrimmages. So Correct. I definitely agree. Like if Lakeland struggles to contain the run, then they're going to be in trouble because as many boys they got on offense for Lakeland, I think Arnwood's defense going to show up. I, I just don't I don't see Arnwood defenses going out there and oh you got a Tyler Williams or the I can't think of the running the other guy that just transferred in Jamari Taylor Taylor Jr. Jamari Taylor Jr. You know like throwing the ball ain't gonna beat Arnwood. I haven't seen too many teams just throw and get whatever they want on Arnwood. You got to be able to run the ball down their throat. So I'm interested to see man can both teams be physical. Who's going to be in shape because you know it's the first game of the year. Cramps probably going to start popping up. So There's no Arnwood's going to get off that bus. And just when they come off that bus, I think it's going to be back Arnwood, old school football, uh, hit them in the mouth, run downhill. That's the only chance. Don't have turnovers. Um, like I said, man, and, and if, if Arnwood's able to play in the backfield on defense, uh, I think Lakeland's going to have a long night. I don't see Lakeland being able to just have a lot of chunk plays in the sense of they're stepping back and they're throwing bombs and throwing it up. You know, Lakeland's going to have to put an offense together to uh, sustain drives. Um, but, you know, it's hard to go against Lakeland with a lot of transfers, to be honest with you. You know, they got a lot of guys over there. But I, I just look forward to seeing a good game. Hopefully, Arnwood is able to represent the county well. Yes, sir. One thing I will say about Lakeland, they have a really good tight end, uh, Amari Mixon. 
you know, that might cause Arn with a little bit of issues because I want to say he about 6'4". He can run. He play lacrosse. Only reason I know all that because he's from Plant City. So, oh, okay. yeah, he's, he's been in Plant City. He, he moved over there his freshman year. But, yeah, man, that boy's big. He can move. He might be a little matchup issue. But I agree, like, everything on paper says it's going to go Lakeland way. But I got a feeling Arn would, might go over there and shock a lot of people, man. We'll see what happens, man. All we got to represent blue white. Yes, sir. Blue white to the you know to the Hillsborough County eight one three, baby. Yes, sir. So back in the eight one three, our Hillsborough County game of the week gonna take place on the south end of the county. We got Sumner High School versus East Bay. It's gonna be a rivalry game, man. Both of these schools are less than I want to say five to six miles apart. So you know, whoever wins this game, more than likely, it's a good chance next year. A lot of kids that's either eighth graders or whatever, they're gonna be looking at, hey, I might want to go to this school. So man, right. I think I think this gonna be a real good game, man. Sumner got all kind of athletes. They returned Greg Smith, their the uh quarterback, Mr. Do Everything. He led him in passing, one of the top rushers. They got uh Elijah Singletary, who I believe is the best receiver in the county this year. He transferred in from Leonard. I think he gonna shock everybody. He he's the man over there. The running back, Keone Denny, he's a University of Charlotte commit, I believe. He plays running back, linebacker, and they just loaded with athletes all over Sumner. Right. I see um, my thing is for this year, man, with Sumner, good program, get a lot of guys to stay with their uh, program. And East Bay, man, you know, East Bay always going to be a hard-nosed team. They're going to come down, run downhill, going to play solid defense. Um, a lot of technique savvy guys over there, coaching staff, as far as having their defense uh, as a sign defense, keeping guys in, in order. So I see East Bay, man, coming out here and possibly knocking off Summer. That's hey, upset. You took the words from me because at the end of the day, I think East Bay going to win that game, man. I went and saw East Bay when they played the. Uh, this past weekend with Leonard and Wharton. And when I tell you, my guy, Jalen Key Johnson, that offensive lineman on that right side, right. that man clearing out holes. Yeah, man. They've <laughs> always been dominant, man. It's just the thing is, it's just being able to uh, to keep and sustain drives. You know, they're going to come down and run hard. They got a big physical quarterback who plays both sides of the ball, plays linebacker as well as, you know, like as QB. So, mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing, like I said, playing offense, defense. So if he's able to wear the guys down, you know, and then the, other, the running backs with, with a lot of speed, they're able to pop some things open. And I say East Bay coming out on top. Oh, yes, man. That running back, Jalen Sneed, I think he's only a junior. He ran for like 800 yards last year. He plays both ways. Um, They got a receiver. I don't know his name, but I know he had on number six, man. He's tall. He doesn't look that fast, but he got that long stride. And I think what's going to happen because, you know, East Bay has a coach. I cannot pronounce his name. He came from Durant. But, you know, he runs that wing T And Sumner, you, you have to give that attention to stopping that run game. And that guy, like you said, a little play action right over top. And next thing you know, that's six right quick. And, man, boy. You very, when, you, when you're playing against that wing T, not to cut you off, man. Mm-hmm. you're playing against that wing T, you got to be very sound defense. you got to read your keys. And if you got to have 11 guys playing their, their key, if you guys want to come along and you want to play someone else's position, you got a lot, you got to be able to guys going to pop one. 
a lot of misdirections gonna be going on with that. And like you said, the little flanker out the back, uh, you know, fake one way, think the ball is going that direction, and guy do a little pop pass. Now you're looking at seven points, but don't get don't get up, uh, get it twisted, man. Summer has some guys too, man. They had a Clemson commit, the receiver there over there, running back. That's like committed to Clemson. Oh yeah, Mr. Um, Will. Yeah, he's not to do a lot, but like you said, man, I'm going with East Bay this week. Yes, sir. The only question I have for East Bay is do they have the depth? Because they got a lot of kids playing both ways, like you said. But, man, that secondary, oh, my gosh. Boy, they got a safety back there. Here. Oh, my they gosh. Brody. He hit the boy so hard last week, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> Brody, like they called a flag on it. But it wasn't no flag. Boy, that boy came straight warning, shoulder. Man. Everybody in that secondary is hitting. His number number one, I want to say his name, Christian Stewart. But it may be Vincent Ketchup. I don't know which one it is. But, boy, he caught somebody across that middle. That was Ketchup. That was Ketchup that did that. And, oh, yeah, my goodness. Ketchup. Oh, yeah, yeah he was. Ketchup. I, I saw that. Ketchup, yes, sir. Ketchup delivered. Yeah, man, big-time players, man. East Bay always had some guys, man. Shout-out to, uh, to uh, was uh, Kenny Stills, man, from uh, – from East Bay. Yes, sir. He's got opportunity at XFL. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he did, Mr. Sales. KJ Sales, you're right about that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's one of the games. I think that's going to be probably be the best game in Hillsborough County. But there's another game going on in East Hillsborough County between Bloomingdale and Berkeley Prep that's probably going to be just as good. You know, Berkeley Prep has one of the top players in the nation. I think he is the top player in the state, according to Max Preps and Keon Keeley. He just decommitted from... Notre Dame, they got Mr. Uh, what's his name? Bryce Stevenson on the defensive line. He's committed. You got the uh, Damian Henderson, another defensive back that's committed to Harvard, I believe. You know, they went to the state championship game last year. Nikhil Jefferson, a big offensive lineman. They got players everywhere, man. Everywhere. Bring your prep was loaded, bro. Uh, the big, like you said, the big defensive end, be committed for Notre Dame, man. He's going to be hard to block. And then you have another guy on the other side, man. <laughs> I, I good luck for Bloomingdale, if you ask me. But uh, I, look forward, <laughs> I look forward to seeing this guy in the backfield all night long. Like you say, Keon Keeley, he's the best in the nation. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, Bloomingdale, they got Charles Coney coming back at quarterback, man. He's an elusive quarterback, pretty good passer. They got uh, Kendall Jones, who I think is one of the slept-on receivers in this in the county. He's a pretty good athlete, man. He got some good hands. They got a, a tight end named Charles O'Brien that plays both ways on the defensive line and tight end. And then Christian Bolner, he's a defensive bat for him. So they got some guys over there, but like you said, I think Berkeley Prep just going to have a little bit too much depth for them and plus that state championship experience. I know they graduated a lot of players, but, right. you know, Berkeley Prep, just like Jesuit, just like Tech, they don't rebuild, they reload. reload. Yes, sir. <laughs> man, listen, like I said, man, it, it's going to be a long night for Bloomingdale. Man. It's like, can Mr. Coney get the ball off? That's going to be the thing. Because of them defensive ends and linebackers coming around, buzzing around, man, hey, it's going to be trouble. And you know, Berkeley probably got a solid quarterback, a nice run game, and uh, have some dynamic players over there as well, too. So, like I said, man, I look forward to seeing a good game. Yes, sir. Mr. Troy Reader, their returning quarterback, he led them state last year. You know, they're not going to beat themselves. They're going to play solid defense. They're going to rely on that running game. They got two sophomores running that ball, Dallas Golden, I believe, and then Mr. Joseph Troop. Their yards may not look like it, but people got to remember they played behind two Division One running backs last year that signed the UCF with uh, Xavier Townsend 
and the uh, what's the other running back, Buller? I can't remember his first name, but you know they're both at UCF. So those those guys right now, now is their opportunity to step in and get it done. Right, man. Don't keep guys going. So we look forward to seeing how how's your take on that. How are you going with? Oh, I'm going with Berkeley Prep. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with BP. All right, so we're gonna go ahead, go down. What it is, 75 South. We got Tampa Bay Tech going to play against Sarasota Riverview. Mm. Mm. This one right here looked like it could be a, a potential good game right here, man. Sarasota Riverview got Mr. Charles Lester. He's one of the top raw receivers in the nation. They got a returning running back name, Ahmad Hunter, and they got their quarterback returning name, Will Carter Jr. They made it to the, I want to say, the second round in the playoffs last year. They went 9-4. They ended up losing to Venice, who eventually won a state championship. But with all that being said, I don't think they got nearly enough to stick with Tech. Man, listen, Tech offensive line brings back the whole five. Listen, man. And then they bring the quarterback. Then they have Rod Ganey who's going to step in behind and tote the tater behind those guys. Man, listen. Look for seriously the review they have. I respect those guys. They have since we've been playing those guys since uh, 2000, man, 2002, 2001. All old school guy. Tell you guys my age, but listen, man, those guys gonna always come. They're gonna have athletes out there on the field for Sarasota. But look forward to seeing Tampa Bay Tech after losing in the state championship game. The coaching staff to have something to prove, and with that coaching staff, the guys are teaching. Well over there, take they're, they're they're molding their players. They have a lot a shifty slot receiver who's going who's very dynamic to go along with the offense. They have some big tall guys on the on outside and little little Penix on uh, the tight end who's like six four six five tight end there. And uh, man, look, Tech has explosive offense as well as being able to rely on the run game. So I I see Ben Tech coming in and doing their thing like always. Tech Tech Tech. Oh, yes, man. Tech is loaded. Like you said, you got the whole offensive line coming back. Mr. Kai Gatson. You got Fred Neal, DJ Porter anchoring down that offensive line. Then on the defense, it's all coming back as well. You got Mr. Antonio Cameron, pit commit on that edge. Mr. Jaheim Borden at the tackle. I want to say he had like 50 solo tackles by himself last year at he's defensive an anchor. tackle. He's an anchor. Dominant. Dominant. Like, oh my goodness. Then in the secondary, you got Norris Davis, Ohio State commit. Lee, just go back there taking off heads. Like I say, the quarterback, Zay coming back, Zay Washington. And oh, Greg Gaines may have graduated, but they got Santonio Isaac out there. I mean, Isaac Santonio out there. That's getting ready to light you up as a sophomore. So, like, man, it's just ridiculous how much talent is on that team. Man, listen, if Tech, the way how Tech has been able to reload and do the things they're doing and build and mold their own players, man, it's it's crazy. It's it's, a, it's I have to give the coach. Um, What's his first name? I can't Coach Jason Roberts. Yeah, Coach Jason Roberts. I was going to say Coach Roberts, but Coach Jason Roberts, man, I got to give you props on this thing, man. What you do with your coaching staff, uh, when you came and gave the interview with this guy, we respect you guys. And it's just a joy seeing you guys coming to uh, Tampa Bay and now being one of the teams that people used to be like scheduled for homecoming games. Now you're one of the teams that people are talking about. So I like I like what you guys are doing over. Keep doing what you're doing, Coach. Coach, man, Brody, you know you're good. When I named all the names and I forgot to mention Mr. Eric with Gwen, they started middle linebacker that made all state. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> he had over 100 tackles last year. Like, man, it's just, 
just ridiculous. You got Matthew Stall at edge. He just transferred in for Chamberlain. Like, man, that, that defense is going to be snapping. I would say this. If Sarasota Review get more than 14 points, I would be surprised. I want to say a shutout. But, you know, some things happen. They say TJ say trouble. Trouble. Oh, no. Trouble. <laughs> Birdie Mack's voice is going to be trouble. All right. So, we got to keep it in Sarasota. Well, we're going to go ahead and go a little north. I'm sorry. We're going to keep it in Sarasota. Go ahead a little north. We got defending state champions, Jesuit, going to play at Largo High School. Now, this one is a little intriguing. Largo didn't have the best of records last year, but they do got some Division One talent on their team. You got linebacker Xavier McCluster. You got linebacker Darius Hayes, running back Jazon Cross, quarterback Jeremy Thomas, all returning for Largo. They're coached by Mr. Pascal, who played for Iowa. Marcus Pascal, he played for Iowa. But, man, we talk about defending state champs, Jesuit high school, led by coach of the year, Mr. Coach Thompson. It's just, man... Man, Coach Thompson's gonna have a defense. You know, you got Bowles over there. Uh, so guys, you got guys over there, Division One prospects. Man, you got athletes all over the field uh, from the secondary linebackers to defensive line, and then you already know how it is on the offensive line. When uh, just we get to a point where they want to run downhill, on you to run downhill, dominate in the trenches, and then now Jesuit has opened up the playbook, and they're letting Mister Luke Knight do his thing kid threw for over 2,500 yards last season, and this kid here is one of the top players in the county. Uh, so, not the top player in the county, I mean the top players in the state, and he's just a junior. Just uh, so a Luke, junior. <laughs> yeah, Luke Knight, man, we look forward to seeing him lead his team again. Uh, Largo has always had athletes, always had ball players, Division One talent, uh, but I think Jezza was a little too much for him. Uh, with De- I look for Jesuit to keep it rolling, man. Yes, sir, man. Jesuit got the top returning running back that went for 1,900 yards in Joshua <laughs> Smith. You know, everybody talk about Stacy Gage and Rod Ganey. Like, man, they must have forgot this guy won a state championship right here. You got. Hey, coach, I talk to college coaches about him, man. He's slippery. And he's, but he's hard. What I mean by hard, I mean by one of those kids when you try to come up and tackle, you tackle him for four quarter, he's going to slip out. You come up thinking you're going to put a nice lick on him. You never get a, a nice lick on that particular kid. He runs so low to the ground. He's dynamic. He has good speed. And again, he's slippery. could make you miss in open field. Yes, sir. Jesuit got to replace a lot from that state championship team. But, man, like I said, Jerry Bowie, probably one of the top receivers in, in the county right now. You got... Andre Gilbert, one of the top defensive backs in the state, or in the in the county right now. He's a little undersized, but please don't let it fool you because he's a baller. Wesley Shaw on that offensive line. Drew Wood is a linebacker, outside linebacker. Peter Pazinski, outside linebacker, is man. The n- names just keep going. Caden Fluker, Andre Morris, like man, they are loaded. Willie Saris, I believe he getting ready to make a name for himself out there. In Wilson, one of the young sophomore running backs, like Jesuit. Yeah, they got a, they got a long, they got a young receiver. I'm sorry, I can't recall his name right now. Is it Bryson Goodwin? Yes, he's been eating the camp series up, man. He's like been doing his thing, and uh, look forward to him having a breakout season as well, too, man. So yes, sir. Jesuit man have a lot of good ball players over there. So I'm assuming both of us got Jesuit taking the dub this game. 
Largo, man. Yeah, sir. So those are some of the top games, some of the top teams in the county, some top games. But we finna go ahead and do right here. We gonna go ahead and do this thing called Rapid Fire. Brody, I'm gonna call out a game. You tell me win or lose. Okay. All right, you got you got 15 seconds, man. All right, so the first one I'm gonna start off with is we got Newsom versus Southeast. I'm going to Southeast, man. I'm going to go outside the county this year. I think Southeast will have a lot of... It's Brayton Southeast, correct? So Yes, sir. Brayton Southeast. I'm going to go with Southeast. I believe Newsom's a little young this year. Um, so they're, they're bringing some, got some key guys back. But I go with Southeast this time. Oh, I'm going to have to hit you with a not so fast, my friend. I got my boy Ooh. J.C. Roke and Matthew McConnell, McConnelly over there. They're both athletes. And then they got a young running back coming back that's just as big as Jason Albertrin. It's just people don't know his name. So I think Newsom gonna hold this one down. Next we got Okay, I'm gonna say next we got Sarasota versus Tampa Catholic over here, man. Who you think? I'm going Tampa Catholic behind <laughs> I gotta go with Tampa Catholic. Uh with coaches building over there, man. Uh with Lewis Carter leading the way, four star recruit, committed to Oklahoma. I'm going with Tampa Catholic with that nice offensive line and defensive line. Got another uh, four-star defensive end over there. Um, we got some ball players over Tampa Catholic. I got to go with the Catholic boys. Yeah, so I'm going with Tampa Catholic as well. I think this going to be another runaway. Like you said, they got that uh, that offensive line, defensive line. Eddie Pierre Louis, he's a problem. I think Xavier Porter's over there as well. Yep, yes, he's a problem. They got them two receivers that Jamari Rutherford and I think the other one T.J. Moore. Like I said, I think it, they just got too much, too much talent, too much speed. New game. All right, one right here we got. This another one over there in that Riverview area. We got Spoto versus Riverview. I believe we got two brand new coaches right here taking over. I know Riverview got a transfer quarterback in, in and um, Aaron Turner, if I'm not mistaken. He came from Stephanie Christian, I believe. He's a pretty good, pretty good athlete back there. And they also got Harrison Hensley that played quarterback last year. That's an athlete, so I think I'm gonna go with Riverview for that one, Brody. I gotta go with Riverview too, man. Spoto hasn't won much in the past couple of years. They have, they have some athletes, but in the trenches, I believe uh, Riverview's gonna take this game. Um, Spoto, you know, can't have too many athletes and don't have any guys to block or a gap for the passer. So I'm going yes, with. Uh, Riverview also got that running back, Dontarius Schultz. I think he ran for a thousand yards, so we make sure I give him a shout out. All right, we're gonna take it up to the. Uh, we got the northwest part of the county. We got Steinbrenner hosting Mitchell. A lot of people don't seem to be talking about Steinbrenner. Who you got, Brody? I'm going with Steinbrenner, man. Steinbrenner seems to always come with guys that people don't really know much about. And then once these uh, individuals, these young men, get out here and they start performing. And everyone jumps on the bandwagon. I'm going to get on Star Banner bandwagon early this year. Uh, like I said, they have some young guys over there that can play. And I think Steinbanner shops Mitchell. I like Steinbanner as well. You got Mr. Kirby Borges. He made All-State last year as a running back athlete. And he coming back. They got that quarterback that's just as good out there, Mr. Ty Robinson. He was one of the top performers last year. And they got that offensive line with Nathan Staggs and Tyler uh, Adrian Hill anchoring things down. Like you said, I think Steinbrenner going to go out there and do what they always do, shock people and just beat them. Beat All right, my last rapid fire, we got Lake Gibson versus Plant City. Ooh, that has been a lot. 
lot of trash talk behind this game on the low. People don't really know what's going on with this game as far as Lake Gibson. You have the coaching style reaching out to a young, phenomenal quarterback. The kid's just a ninth grader. Man, what, what do you think about this game, TJ? I think this is going to be a good one, man. Lake Gibson lost a lot, so a lot of transfers, but they still are a good team. They got a new coach coming in trying to implement his system. Plant City got a new coach coming in with Coach Clayton trying to implement his system. I done went out there and saw them practice. I think they're young, but they have a good chance to be a sleeper team to make the playoffs this year. So, ooh, this, this is going to be a horror right here because I really feel like this is a toss-up game. Can Plant City protect the young quarterback and Darian Coleman? Darian Coleman stepping up to uh, playing, what, 4A ball now. He's moving up to the biggest classification. So, can he adjust to... The speed, the size, the depth of what's going to be happening. How you feel, BP? Well, Darren Coleman, man, like I said, he was a he was a, a eighth grade quarterback last year that played at Fort B. Again, uh, a lot of people didn't give him respect because he threw for over twelve hundred yards, had twelve touchdowns. Um, he came in as a he was a backup as an eighth grade, but he ended up uh, becoming a starter. Now he moved, like you said, he moves up to one of the biggest classifications, and he's going to lead uh, Plant City High School as a freshman. Not many people come in and get opportunity to play as a freshman. So this kid has to be dynamic for the coaching staff to believe in him. He's going he's gonna to make some mental mistakes, but he's going to make a lot of plays where you know, he's going to be able to have his guys rallied around him. And I look forward to this kid having a great season this year. Uh, don't be shocked if this kid throws for over 3,500 yards, man. You heard it here first. Woo! I tell you, the kid is going out here, man. And I'm telling you, they have plans to be had. So I'm going to shock some people this year. And so what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to go on the limb, and I'm, I'm going with Plan C today. We're riding with Derek Coleman to the wheels fall off. Okay. This kid has four years of high school football, baby. Plan City, okay, man. Ooh, it's hard for me to go against my my alum, but, man. I'm going I'm to ride with him, but I'm not as confident in this as I, as I normally would be because, man, I just don't know what Plan City got this year, man. If that defense can grow up from what it was last year, I'll be happy. But last year, man, that defense had a lot of holes in it. I know they got a new staff out there, a new coach out there. So we'll see what happens. This is the thing, this is the thing with Plan City, man. They, they're playing they're playing a lot of freshmen, a lot of young kids. Mm -hmm. They're freshmen, ninth grade. Uh, I'll be freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. Then they have like four seniors on the whole team. So this situation here, you better get playing City this year because you next year the year after that, well, hey, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if this team could come together and jail these young these young pups, playing City is going to be somebody to reckon with. Oh, yeah. Better get on the bandwagon now. Don't get old when they start, the train start rolling. <laughs> they are about to get baptized into the fire. <laughs> like you said, but like you said, I, they got uh, my guy Seth Hogan at Ohio, I forget, one of the best defensive players in the county in Cole Highsmith, man. Hossmith. Yes, sir. Cole, Cole Heisman, I got to give Cole his props, man. The kid had over seven sacks last year. He was a second, he was a second leader in tackle. He comes back. He's going to play linebacker as well as uh, strong safety for the team. Uh, this kid is sideline to sideline. And if he get a chance to knock your head off, he would knock your head off. And then they had a place. He had a pretty nice side defensive end as well as getting uh, notoriety from uh, a lot of scouts. Um, Don, is that so Dante? Yes, Dante, man. Dante is, is coming along. I, I see Dante at the end of the season. He should possibly be like a four-star recruit. Mm -hmm. um, that's how talented this kid is. Okay, yeah. Like I said, I like, I like Mr. Highsmith, man. That man a bad man coming off that edge. 
Jalen Smith is a ball player too, slot receiver. Oh yeah, Jalen, I like Jalen as yes, well. Man, I love for Jalen to make some plays, man. A lot of young talent at Plant City High, man. Yes, sir. Uh, you got uh, Chase Dexter in the, in the uh, secondary, guys like that. Man. Yes, so, sir. They got my guy Mike Bell, one of my ba- one of the basketball boys. Yeah, he he don't went out there. I like Mike Bell, that linebacker. His brother plays safety. A couple years ago, he's at Georgia Georgia State right now. So you know, it's in the lineage. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So we get ready to go ahead and wrap it up, but you know we can't wrap it up without doing all top five teams going into the season. VP, you take off first, man. Because this season crazy. Oh man, this is so hard right here, man. I think I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna throw a little wrench into the system, man. My number five team. I got to give it to Steinbrenner this year, man. I'm coming out hard, man. I like Steinbrenner, man. They made the playoffs last year. They got, a, they got a lot coming back. I know it's some good private schools out here, but, hey, I got to see what you can do first. I like Steinbrenner out here. Number four, go ahead. Oh, me? all right. I run them all down. My number four team, I'm going with Berkeley Prep. They made it to the state championship last year. I know they got to reload, but until somebody can knock them off, I can't. I can't move them. My number three team, the Wharton Wildcats. Number two team, my number one and two teams, man. This one caused me a lot of a lot of hard right here, man. These two teams, I don't think you could go wrong with either one. But as of right now, I'm gonna say Tech is number two, and I'm gonna say only reason why they're number two is. Because Jesuit won state championship last year. So until the state champion gets knocked off, they got to keep that crown. But, boy, Tech right there scratching and clawing. And if I had a 1A, 1B, that's how it would be. But Jesuit is the number one team in the county of me right now. Until they lose, until somebody take that crown from them, they're the number one team to me. Well, it seems like you got the, you seem like you got the powers of the, the, the uh, private schools this year, man. Man, private schools right up there this year. Yes, sir, man. Them private schools, they got they got some sticks out there, man. Yeah, okay. Well, I got, man, I'm, what I'm going to do right here is this year, I understand Jez was number one for you, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Tech. I Ooh. think this is the year Tech comes along and do their thing. So I got Tech because if Tech was a possible play against Jez, uh, Jesuit, they played the end of the year. Sure okay, so they got a chance to play, so we're going to get this game going. So right now, I'm going to go with Tech. I got Tech. Top ten. Well, uh, I gotta go. I gotta go with the wood boys, man. Blue white, blue white, well, man. You know that's that's a tough conference. You have Orwood, Tech, and Ward. Those guys gotta not gonna uh, in a situation where they possibly knock each other out. They're in the same district, and that's that's a tough district. That's one of the toughest districts in Hillsborough County, man. Man, that's one of the toughest districts in the state. That region one is probably the toughest region in the state. You got Tech, Orwood, Wharton. All in the same district. Then you have Jacksonville teams. Then you got Edgewater, Wakiva, and Jones 
right next door. So like it's man, that's gonna be a crazy playoff bracket and, when that time and comes. And then the winner, TJ, you gotta go through St. Thomas Aquinas. No, you gotta go through Jesuit, then St. Thomas Aquinas. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Jesuit is in region two. That's what you get for winning region one. You get a, a trip to go see region two winner Jesuit, or if they reorder the seeds, you may have to go see St. Thomas around earlier. So yeah, man, that is a crazy class right there. You see how crazy this is this season that we're saying Jesuit like this here, man. Remember a few years ago, all was hollering us, all oh, with, all with, we played for all with to play against Jesuit. Now all with, what you gonna do? So we both left two teams off. I want to see how you feel about this. I know this is a little off schedule, but man, how you feel about Carol Wood Day and Temple Catholic, man? Why you ain't got them in your top five? Man, you know what? Carol Wood Day is loaded. I don't even. Oh my, bro, listen. I'm sorry, Carol Wood Day. I'm sorry, guys. These guys have from the 2024 class alone have like five guys in the top 100 players in the nation. <laughs> you hear me? So listen. I'm trying to tell you, man, these guys these guys are loaded. I might, you know, this right here is our top five at the beginning. So I might have to go back later on. I'm going to regret this and, and possibly see how they do. But listen, man, I don't know how I left Carroll would be out for sure. And then Tampa Catholic, who, Coach Jerry's doing some things over there. And, uh, but they didn't make my top five right now. I, I can't feel. go with Catholic. I, I understand what you're saying about Carroll would be, but I got to see. I think they play a little lower level. I'd like to see them play somebody first. Yeah, I had Carol Wood Day as my number 16. You know, I, I like public schools a little bit. I got a fiend for public schools, so they right there on the door knocking, though. Correct. All right, man. So the last question I got for you, BP, before we wrap this thing up, man. Who you got for offensive player of the year, or you need another week? Man, I'm going to live, man. I'm going Anthony Curry. Curry for uh, Carol Wood Day, running back. Ooh. Six foot, 185 pounds. He's a 2024 kid. I think he's going to do very, very well over the Carroll Day this year. I got to go with Anthony. Ooh, that was a good one there. Ooh, man. You know who I'm going to go with? This might shock some people, man. I'm going with Ride Game, man. Ooh. I think Tech, man, that offensive line, he even have a well season, man. It's hard for me to do this knowing they all rivals. I think he's going to have a. a Terrific season out there with Tech, man. Okay, well, who, well since you say offensive player of the year, who your defensive player of the year? My defensive player of the year, who is I personally believe is the best defensive player in the county, Mr. Booker Pickett Jr. <laughs> oh, okay. I see you. I see you. I like Booker too, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Tro, uh, Troy Bowles, man. I'm going with Troy Bowles and see what Troy Bowles is this season. I think he's going to do well with Jesuit over there this season. I'm going with Bowles to be my defense player. Hey, you can't go wrong with either one of those guys, man. I think this is probably, me and you were talking about this earlier, this has to be the most talented 23, 24, even a 25 class. Like, man, I don't, this is the most talented Tampa has had in a while. Right. And I, just to close up, man, do you have any words of encouragement for the young men? Or anyone that's out there. Yes, that's I do, right man. Now. I just want to say, everybody, man, make sure school you just started, football just getting started, man. Just make sure your eyes, your focus is everything is on your education, and then doing what you got to do to get better. You know, it's crazy stuff going on right now, so just keep your head locked in and stay focused on everything. All I can tell the people. And what I would say with the piggyback off of that, man, uh, get out in the classroom, get a sit in the front of the classroom, young man, and. 
get going with your studies early. Let the teacher know that you're willing to do everything you possibly can to get your grades. And like I always say, respect your parents, respect your elders. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. Always do that respect. That's what it's all about. It carries a long way. And guys, remember, somebody's always watching. Yes, sir. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this week, man. We'll be back next week. We out. Bye-bye.